my name is John. My name is Arvin. And this is Behind Behind the the Scenes of of Our Best Days. (laughs) (laughs) We're playing. We have like a really, we have a really bad chord. We could add a sound effect maybe. A sound, yeah. of the Opera. Yes. Um, So, yeah. It's morning for us. You may be listening to this at a different time. I'm aware of that. What is the date today? Today is the... 17th of February. And currently outside, it's something that Dwayne Johnson would be in because right. he's always in like a post-apocalyptic <laughs> insane movie where he's having to save the world. Yeah. The reason why I say that is because Snowpocalypse is happening, happening in Tulsa, yes. February um, yes. 2021. Yeah. Just getting here. Yeah. Um, Has been uh, quite the ordeal. <laughs> yeah. Our main champ, our main champ over here on the side, Caleb Taranzo, is filming us and recording us, yes. picking him up. Yeah. Us getting things set up just for this podcast, but just for you, just for our yeah. loyal listeners club. That's right. Um, <laughs> even if there's only one of you. For our LLC. <laughs> for our LLC. Yeah. Um, whether it's one or a million. Yeah. So anyways, well, um, interesting thing because yeah. of uh, the current season that yeah. we are in with, uh, there are a lot of things going on. I feel like 2021 is just 2020, but with bangs. <laughs> A chopped bang. A chopped bang. <laughs> if you don't know what a chopped bang is, Google it. Google it. Yeah. And you, as soon as an image pops up, you're like, I get it. I get it. A chopped bang. If you're not from Brooklyn, but <laughs> Brooklyn. This, yeah. This, like, oh wait a second, you look familiar. Yeah. Yeah. But so 2021 is 2020 yeah. with chopped bangs. That's right. Um. So. <laughs> so okay. So um. Yeah. And the whole theme, Arvin. What What's the theme for today? I think it's suitable to talk about things that did not go according to plan wow okay so the and those of you who if this is your first one you're listening to the reason why we call the behind the scenes of our best days is victory has this confession that we say at the beginning of every service every chapel um throughout our whole ministry with our camp our dream center our church our school and our college those five entities and we have this confession, and within it, we say our best days are right, right in, in front, front of us. us. Yes. Well, a lot of people, they only see the finished product. Yeah. They see the best days. Yeah. But they don't know the process that you went through. Totally. Um, and I'm sure if you're listening or you're watching, you can totally yeah. identify that, is that when things don't go according to your plan, yeah. and then at the end, people yeah. go, wow, that's their best days. And we're like, hold on, hold on. Let's tell you behind the scenes totally. of the best days. So that's the whole purpose of why we're here. So when things yeah. don't go according to plan, absolutely, you start. Okay. The good example is this morning, we had planned to be, um, you were getting your car service. I was going to pick you up there. Yeah. We're going to be here by 8.30 a.m. For sure. We wanted to be pressing start. We wanted to be saying this stuff an hour or whatever ago. And then um, I get out of my driveway. I go pick up our co-producer, Mr. Caleb Taranzo, and um, uh, we get stuck. Like, we just can't. The snow is too bad. We we get stuck. This uh, sweet soul named Steven, like, gets out of his SUV, instructs me how to get out, pushes it, and then Caleb uh, gets out of the car as well, and they push me up this hill. So we get out. So we're driving here to set up for this. And this is all because of the weather, the snow. Absolutely. The yeah. yeah, no, it's like slipping and sliding everywhere. There's okay. cars on the side of the road. And then we get here, and then as soon as I'm getting here, I get some text messages. My wife is like, I'm in the middle of the road in front of our house. I can't move my car. So Thanks. your wife is also stuck. Yeah, totally. Okay, stuck and the, all along, this this guy, Arvin, my friend, he, <laughs> he said, hey, man, um, I'm going to pick you up at Robertson Tires quick plug yeah. love those people yeah, yeah but anyways i was getting my car fixed yeah 
So because of the weather. Right. With, yeah. And so we're also this is another wrench in the thing. We're leaving town. We're leaving town. Like soon. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a, a, a trip that we have to be on. So yeah. anyways, so he goes, hey, um, I know that I was supposed to pick you up at this time, but I need to pick you up at this time because of car trouble. So. Yes, yes, yes. So that happens. So I'm driving to go get my wife and then I get stuck driving to go get her. So I get unstuck again. And then uh, go over there. One of our neighbors who have never met, we only recently moved into this place. So he shoveled our whole driveway. Oh, wow. I show up and it's what just. What a great yeah, neighbor. Sweet I didn't guy. even know they made those types of neighbors. No, I, if they have a neighbor market that they sell neighbors like that for, you should go there. I, yeah. This gentleman named Jesse also comes over, helps get her unstuck, and then he shovels the driveway and then. We changed plans. She was going to come to the wedding that we're going to. Uh, she was going to drive alone tomorrow. Now she's coming with me. So I contact you. All this stuff. And then she gets in the car. <laughs> then we're going to drive here. And then we're going to go to travel in separate cars now. Um, and then I pull out of the driveway. <laughs> and I get stuck again. So this is your third time to get stuck, stuck within an hour? 50 minutes. Within, within 50 minutes. Unbelievable. Yeah. And this whole time I am drinking Folgers coffee at a <laughs> tire repair shop, just trying to make sense of life. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we love you, Folgies. We do. Um, so anyways, but yeah, us. now when it comes to ministries, if you are it aware, yeah. you know, any ministry, great, uh, big or small, yeah. there are events totally, um, or just the regular, regular service. weekend services. And when things totally. don't go according to plan. Yeah. Okay. So first time I remember when I had all of these dudes that I went to college with, yeah. we actually had to do some community service hours. Yeah. And so for some reason they allowed the community service hours to like be worked out towards we, we all served in a kid's service Okay. and it was like, manly dudes yeah that were like i don't even like kids but i need to get these <laughs> yeah. hours out of the way so we're yeah. serving in this kid service well the whole band um it's something like this today the weather happens the whole band can't show up and so the children's pastor goes up to me and these four other guys and he's like i need some man worship and i was like what does that even mean and i was like and i was like be careful what you say and so anyways, so he was like i need you four guys to go up and lead praise and worship oh with my these kids gosh. And I was like, none of us could hold a tune in a bucket, but <laughs> we did it. And even the kids, you could tell there was zero presence of God. <laughs> God turned his back. Yeah, God, God was like, I, this ain't it. You know what I mean? And it was so bad, but we like, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, but that's I a thing. That's like a small thing. Well, then yeah. I think about in this year of, uh, unprecedented times. Yeah. That is a quote unquote thing. This is what most people say on ministries within Instagram. They go during these unprecedented times, we had to learn how to, what's the magic word? Pivot. That's right. Pivot. That's now right. that I, it was said so much yeah. in 2020 pivot around here. Yeah. yeah I, we I was like, like hey. please don't say pivot. Yeah. The, the last time that word was famous was elementary basketball. Camp. Yeah. When they, when they taught you how to pivot. Yeah. And I was like, I understand that's the word, but can yeah. we, can we find another yeah. action verb? I yeah. suppose. Anyway, yeah. sorry. That was just a weird uh, quirk of mine. <laughs> so um, we do these large Easter productions and they are gathering. Yeah. Uh, we do these larger productions and they gather in place. Yeah. Well, two weeks, like we were two weeks into all cast rehearsals. We had all yeah. of these people audition. It was our largest cast Hundreds yet. Hundreds of people are yeah. in that cast. Yeah. And 
Everything was planned out. And then what happened? And then we found out we most likely were going to have to switch to just filming the whole thing. We were not going to be able to hold any of them live. And that meant immediately in a millisecond, we had to t contact about 200 people and go, hey, thank you for your four months of service. We can't keep you in the show. So behind the scenes, were there any people upset? There was one guy whose story is worth mentioning. Okay. Everyone don't was say most, his name. No, I don't even remember, okay. honestly. Um, but we had an interesting exchange. I'm pretty proud of how I handled it. Let me know if I shouldn't have done okay, this. Okay, say it. He goes, uh, he's very upset that we're not doing it. He's like, this whole thing, and maybe today he wouldn't say this. Maybe he would. I don't know. He goes, this whole COVID thing is fake. It's a hoax. And the liberal media <laughs> created it. And you don't, he accused me, he goes, you don't have enough faith to do this show. If anyone doesn't come and get saved by this production, if no one sees this, it's on you. And I, <laughs> and here you are, the production assistant. And you're yeah. like, I'm literally just emailing people. I'm doing what I have to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so people don't see that. Yeah. So anyways, you fast forward a few months later and yeah. we had to film back-to-back -back days before the the, the yeah. lockdown happened because yeah. we had to film everything. Yeah. So yeah. we filmed off-site. We filmed on our stage. Mm -hmm. We filmed with a smaller cast of people that we were like, hey, yeah. this is – we literally had to do things social distancing. Right. Um, it was such a – it was like an arm bar. Totally. Well, you fast forward, and we – basically made a film that was uh an hour and 10 minutes it was about 70 minutes it's called kingdom come yeah easter 2020 yeah and we treated it um at that point we were doing our drive-in rooftop services pastor yeah. paul had this powerful idea he was like you know what yeah we are gonna abide by the rules but we're going to do i'm gonna get on the roof right we're gonna set up speakers have people tune into a radio station right and we're gonna have church exactly because he was like sunday is coming whether we're ready or not right and people need to know that there is a hope that is stronger than COVID. Totally. Because instead of being, uh, instead of your character being dictated by your circumstances, you just have to go back to like, whoa, yeah. what are our core values? Yeah. And you can't like, and so anyways, those of you who have probably worked really hard and done things behind the scenes that no one else has seen and only people see the finished product. Yeah. You know what we're talking about. Totally. Um, and this goes in any season of life. This goes from business to, um, this goes from business to the medical field to ministry. Like yeah. it, it's expansive. I don't have kids, but I imagine parenting would be this way as well. Oh yeah. There's so much changing. Okay. So uh, remind me to come back to parenting. I but will. Bottom yeah. line is this, the kingdom come, it was shown. It was a drive-in yeah. movie and everyone was like, yeah, man, that was, that was kind of good. Some people were, some right. people were like, that was awesome. Some people were like, that was kind of good. And I almost lost my salvation. I wanted to <laughs> come into their car and grab their mask back and then let it go and let it smack them. In the Just because I was like, you don't know what we went through yeah. to do this. But then at yeah. the end of the day, I was like, well, wait a second. Yeah. They're just looking at the product. Right. And right. so, yeah. but what it, what it taught me in that time, and I don't know if this is, yeah. I was like, the process creates more than just the product. That's right. The process creates Man. more than just the product. Yeah. So that's why you hear so many communicators talk about valuing the process. Yeah. It's because the process always creates more than the product, the dream, the goal, whatever you're Man. trying to get out. What does it create? This is very good. Well, um, I believe it creates character. Yeah. I believe that you are then yeah. you um 
you identify with other people that struggle like you. Like yeah. I used to have so many opinions about leaders that would, um, that, that like whether they would get bashed yeah. for certain things. And I was like, well, it makes sense because we don't have the burden that this leader does. Right. So, exactly. or, or, or building yeah. something great. Yeah. And this is what I, um, you know, I, wow. I also help volunteer and I, uh, with the strength and conditioning coaching with certain coaches yeah. within our school, um, uh, VCS Tulsa.org. That's a plug, but <laughs> enrolling now. Yeah. Enrolling now <laughs> always, uh, open enrollment always. But anyways, and one thing that I realized is that everyone wants to be a part of something great, Yeah. but very few want to build something great. That's a huge deal. So everyone wants to be a part of something great because right. it looks great on their Instagram, their TikTok, totally. their Twitter, their totally. Facebook, their LinkedIn, whatever. It's like, I want to yeah. be part of something great. Right. There are very few people yeah. that want to build something great That's because so they true. know that the process creates more yeah. than just the product. Right. It creates something in you that you are battle tested, you're battle ready, yeah. and that you're like, it, it builds in you almost like a bulldog, yeah. like a relentless, like, yeah. and, and, and so literally yeah. like, our the author and finisher of our faith jesus yeah. he was like i'm building a kingdom yeah. and I'm, and and i just look back at what he went through i look at like the pharisees basically <laughs> as like um social media <laughs> you know what i mean you know on social media when people say something you're like that's gospel that has to be true. i sure do <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so pharisees are like he's demon possessed he's this he's that mm -hmm. and then jesus would perform signs and miracles and people would be like hey man um, do another miracle, feed us. Right. And he'd be like, actually today I'm going to preach a sermon yeah. on, uh, you need to repent. Right. And people were like, Oh, I don't like that. Right. And so they would bounce totally. And the whole, th and, and so it's yeah. funny how like he, it, it comes back to like, you just have to, it, it works something. I, I, here I am trying to like psychoanalyze Jesus, no, go for but it. I'm just thinking like, man, the kingdom had to be built in Jesus before he could build it outside. That's right. And so I feel like those of you who um, are in the middle and things are not going according to plan, if you zoom out, God could be building something in you greater than right. the product that you're trying to build. Totally. So totally. anyways, um, okay, let's just go through. Oh, yeah. And as far, as, gonna, yeah. As, far as kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I feel it, like that's my assumption of parenting as no. of now as a, a newly married guy is when I have kids someday, I feel like it'll never go according to plan. That's my perception based on what Absolutely. I observe and then what I uh, see in media and seeing the movies of it. It's like kids just kind of are like, where's your plan? I'm going to destroy it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Pastor Paul preached this sermon one time and it was called Embrace the Mess. Yeah. And he was talking about that country song, um, Just Another Day in Paradise. It's by Phil Vassar. It came out like in the 90s. And nice. quick side rabbit trail. Yeah. If you want to um, if you want to like be well known, yeah. do country music. <laughs> Don't do pop music. Mm. Because country music, they will play your song if you haven't put out anything since 1998. That's true. Like, yeah. it sounds the same. Yeah. Like, 1998, 1987, yeah. 2021. Yeah. Like, it's all about, like, it's it's all, that's why country songs are, like, great stories. Sure. You know? Totally. So, this Phil Vassar guy, he sings, kids screaming, phones yeah. ringing, um, dog barking at the mailman, <laughs> thing, the stack of bills <laughs> to the room. <laughs> Good morning, baby. How are you? I got a, a half hour, a quick shower. 
take a drink of the milk and the milk went sour. Oh, Anyways, man. sorry. Yeah. So funny wow. lyric, but it's basically like how yeah. everything is so messy. Things yeah. aren't going according to plan. Yeah. But he's like, it's just another day in paradise. Right. So it's like your perspective totally. within the process. Totally. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's funny. All right. So <laughs> this year we are in the middle of doing uh, this production for Easter. And yeah. just last week, yeah. something happened with our co-producer Taranzo, yeah. uh, Caleb with pastor Paul. It was filming a music video. So That's right. let's just break that down. That's right. It was the, um, we had done four days in, uh, awful weather. It was very cold and we and were filming. Yeah. We were filming for Easter 15 hour days, like 6am. I get up and get everything ready for our, um, you know, our meals that morning, etc. Then everyone's out there filming. Everyone worked hard. I don't think anyone, there were even volunteers who came to be extras. Wow. Uh, I think of Phil Ridgway, for example, who just like moved stuff around, helped with everything. Amazing. And I think we shot that night until 2 a.m. Till 2 a.m. It was yeah. so, so freezing. Yeah. So you guys are probably going to see the finished product before you hear this podcast. And it'll be like 17 seconds. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you're going to see. 17 seconds of something in yeah. Easter 2021 yeah. that took us four hours. Yeah. And it was miserable. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But, but then we're coming back. We've yeah. gone to several locations. We're on our way back. And on the drive back, we get a phone call about another video that's going to be shot tomorrow. And they need a venue and this, that, the other, whatever. So uh, we got to work while driving safely, of course. Um, and we were able to like call people that we had known from before that were super kind and generous and, uh, coordinate with our awesome worship department. And it was just like, I think I was really proud of how you and I both and anyone on our team did not pause to go. I shouldn't be doing this right now. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, this is not this. on my job. This is, I just, I'm, I'm finishing this other thing and I need to do that and I don't need to worry about. Okay. So talk about that there, because that's a I'm hard sure thing. there are organizations, there are leaders, there are yeah. pastors, there are people yeah. um, that are basically in leadership positions and they're sure. over people. Yeah. And you probably have heard someone say, well, that's not in my job description. Absolutely. Sure. How do, how do you handle that? Talk Man, about it. I think I was talking to a young man about this a while ago and it was a similar kind of complaint. Uh, and basically it boils down to something you and I discuss often, which is you definitely do not accidentally step into the destiny you have, you want for your life. You, okay. Say that one you more time. Never act. No one accidentally arrives at their destiny. Like there will be moments okay. like the one we're describing where you're going to have to decide how quickly you want to be promoted and not promoted like, oh, I did well, so give me a new title with a new salary. It's more so that do I internally want to take the out that I technically think I could use, which is I'm tired. I've been working hard. I need to rest, which obviously we don't condone not yeah, resting. Of course. There's an, I mean, after that, we rested for quite some time, but we, sure. we were asked to accomplish something. And the heart that came back was, because I think both of us have, you know, worked on this kind of thing long enough it was that we're going to deliver despite at the end of the day yeah it has got to deliver like yeah and that's i'm i always i'm so good at interrupting arvin just but it's very good though i well (laughs) you interrupt me back Mm -hmm. um knock knock 
Who's there? Interrupting Cal. Interrupting Cal. <laughs> Sorry. Really bad. So, okay. That's the intro. For that. <laughs> That's the intro. That's the intro for the behind the scenes of Moo. Yeah. Okay. So what you were saying was, so yeah. the deliver because there's a due date, yeah. like the due date may get pushed back or whatever yeah. due to circumstances. But those people who have been in leadership positions, they understand like, yeah. okay, the date is coming regardless whether we feel good or not. Right. And so there are certain seasons I believe in rest. I believe in Sabbath. I For believe sure. in in trying to maintain sanity yeah. Yeah. and not finding your identity in work. Totally. Right? And right. I know that's a temptation for me. Sure. But there are certain seasons where you just got to get it done. Yeah. And in those times, yeah. that is when, that that's when that quote, the mm-hmm. process creates more mm-hmm. than the product. Mm-hmm. That's when that quote makes sense. Because it's like, right. it's creating something in you. Right. It's challenging your character. Like, yeah. what type of person are you? Totally. Um. Okay. So now you jump back yeah, in. Sorry. No, I, no, I've always wondered, like, you look at the scope of people in the Christian world right now in 2021, and there's definitely... There are definitely people that stand out more than others. And yeah. it's not necessarily, I'm not even commenting on their character or anything. I'm saying we all know of, I say, hey, who are the top five pastors or preachers that you listen to? Who's podcast? On whatever. podcast, yeah. Instagram. I've always <laughs> observed that world um, and been like, okay, how does that person become that? How do they enter? And that's my example, but Be, you can so, do it so in you any actually, field. You actually look yeah. at the product and you go, how, how does that did, happen? How does that How do you happen? make that? How do you do so that? So when some people, they look at mm. something great and they go, I want that. Right. You ask, how? How, how did that happen? How did that happen? Yeah. yeah. That is such a great perspective. Totally. As opposed to being like, I want that. Sure. Just be like, ooh, mm-hmm. wait a second. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like people. Yeah. It, it's funny. Everyone preaches about Moses. Yeah. But. In the Bible, everyone hated him. Right. So imagine, like, even God almost killed him. Yeah, even God almost killed Moses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and then it's like there's sermons that have been preached that have been like Moses was the greatest leader. Yeah. uh, In the Bible, besides Jesus. Totally. And I'm like, that's hilarious that we forget that perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, so you see, I observe that. Yeah. You go. Here's. Oh, I want that. And then the next thought should be, how does that happen? And then if you pay attention long enough and you ask the right questions regarding how it happens, at some point or at many points, you're going to go, do I want that? Because your definition of that, which is whatever you think your destiny is supposed to be, whatever you're called to, I want a marriage, I want this, I want that, I want my job, I want this kind of car. The definition of that gets a lot bigger because you realize that requires this now. And if you're not willing to endure this or choose correctly in this Man. or uh, become self-aware during this, whatever it is, season, process, then the product won't even be worth it. Like yeah. there are um, a lot of people getting rich trying to sell the idea that you don't have to work out to get in shape you don't have to eat well to get in shape (laughs) remember these things that are like just put this belt around your waist and eat this pill and you're like have you ever worn one of those belts i've spot i've made my parents when i was a kid i made my parents buy me that exact product i would take them on vacation (laughs) okay sorry this is just a quick side note worth it me and arvin 
were chubsters. We were chubby up. kids growing up. And yeah. I don't think I actually had a friend outside of my my. This is like I think I had my first friend when I was in like seventh or eighth grade. I had a friend growing up. Yeah. But it was kind of like I remember my mom literally calling Paul, my brother is Pastor Paul. Yeah. Calling like if Paul went over to spend the night, yeah. she would call the mom and be like, hey, can John come? And I would overhear it and I'd be like, son of a gun! <laughs> How am I this big of a loser? Oh my God. So anyways, I don't, not that I have a chip on my shoulder, right. but um, I ate it. <laughs> I, I, ate the, I ate the chip on my shoulder. So it's no longer there. In That's fact, right. the chip on my shoulder is actually still in my heart. Um, <laughs> sea salt and vinegar. Yeah, sea salt, <laughs> more vinegar and more... Uh, yeah, and I'm still salty. More salt. No, I need to go down to the altar call. I still have to surrender bitterness from uh, the the Chubster days. That's which, true. Which you know, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Um. Again, the process makes more, more than, than the, the product. product. That's right. Right. When things don't go according to plan with your body type. Yeah. So, anyways, but yeah, that the, those those the, belts, everything was like, hey, um. Ha- like I tried everything. I remember being in like seventh and eighth grade yeah. and watching infomercials and being like, yep. mom, can I have these like fat loss pills? Yeah. And, and she being like, and which is a self image issue as a seventh and eighth grade boy. Yeah. Um, you know, we can even dive deeper into that on another thing. That's sure. just like childhood trauma. Massive, <laughs> massive. Pro- <laughs> We're just laughing about topic. childhood trauma. Um, uh, but I, I remember always trying to find, yeah. The, like, what's the quickest way? How do I just skip the process? Yeah, how do yeah. I skip it? How do I skip it? Yeah. And then I remember being like awesome. Uh, like, okay, I just ate tangerines and chewy granola bars this week yeah. for uh, for breakfast and lunch. And then dinner, I became like a senior citizen and I would eat popcorn only. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, it, Werther's it, originals. Water, and Werther's Originals. <laughs> and I would just wear big comfy sweaters <laughs> <laughs> and knit by the fire. Yeah. No. Um but I, yeah. I would do that for a week yeah. and I'd be like, ah, I haven't lost any weight. And yeah. then I would just eat like a, a, a carton of ice cream. Right. right. So it was like the purging and then yeah. the binging. Yeah. Anyways, now we're getting into like um, psychological things. But, but there it, is something here, though. You did eventually there. at one point in your life, you decided and now you're like a champion of this that well, people I don't know con- about that. Well, I think it's a fact because everyone observing is like aware of this. I'm, I'm not trying to turn the whole episode into like, let's talk about how awesome John's body is. I'm saying wow, you figured it out. You figured out how to be healthy. You figured out how to eat well. You drink a lot of water. Uh, you're very, we've got, we've been on filming trips where I wake up at five 30 in the morning and John's not there. And I'm like, you come back at 6.15, and I'm like, where have you been? We filmed till like 2 a.m., and you're like, I found a gym close by, and like, you're like about it. So I'm saying that yeah, process well. exactly, I think there are a lot more people who don't know about that process when it comes to their personal destiny. And I think they find themselves on day 75 or 90 of the workout for their soul and their spirit and their wow, character. Wow, the workout for their soul and their like, character. It's, it hasn't happened. I'm not Stephen Furtick or Paul Doherty yet. And yeah. so I'm going to jump ship or I'm entitled to. Or maybe I'm not they're made like, for this. or maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Imagine if, okay, so let's just go Bible story. Yeah. Imagine. If Jesus was like, man, I was supposed to bring the kingdom, mm-hmm. but I'm 29 right. and I, and I, all I have is chairs. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Like I just have, and no one knows if he was a good carpenter. What if Jesus was a bad carpenter? <laughs> 
It said he was a carpenter. But like, what if Jesus made like a desk yeah. and being like, hey, Joe, <laughs> like going to Jesus' dad, hey, Joe, um, just your son has been. <laughs> what's kind your of, return policy? What's your return policy on Jesus's desks? Oh, amazing. Um, I, so I, God forgive me. I'm not mocking Jesus. No, no, I'm no. just saying like. There's that Jim Gaffigan into, joke where he, he says that. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's Jim Gaffigan. He goes, he goes, uh. Good thing that Messiah thing worked out because <laughs> yeah. that's who it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, no, I copyrighted that joke. No, uh, so Jim good. Gaffigan, a hilarious stand-up. It's so good. So, um, no, but it comes back to like he stepped into his ministry at 33. Yeah. Moses didn't step into his leadership until he was 80. Right. Jacob did not marry the love of his life until 14 years later. So if you're in a waiting product, if you're in a waiting process, you're in good company. Yeah. Just if you believe in the this, Bible, you're not being punished. I think I spent that, talk about that two years after stuff started to shift in my life and mentors of mine were like, yeah, God's just developing your character because the process is going to create more than just the product. And I was like, I don't believe it. I think I've failed so badly that God is like, nah. Yeah. So you're just going to experience failure after failure. And then like seven years go by. And during that time, in your life. yeah. And it's the consistency of uh, Pastor Paul's messages. It's the consistency of good friendship and community and going in and out of these like valleys and then eventually realizing like, yeah, he was just trying to make something in me that could endure what he's trying to give me because I say that again, but slower. Totally. God's trying to make something in me that can endure what he's trying to give me. God is trying to make something in you that that can can endure. endure. Absolutely. What what he's trying to to give. There's a big biblical thing of this. If you don't mind, I don't want to go preachy, do it. But it struck me one day and I understand if you're a theologian, you go, Oh, I have a perfect answer for this. Please write us. You can email me at, uh, C Taronzo at (laughs) (laughs) victory.com. Yeah. Just send all of your complaints. Send it all to Caleb. He will, he he knows how to handle it. Loves Uh, it. Okay. But the thought was Jesus shows up in, um, the Bethesda esque town, the pool of Bethesda. Well, forgive me. It's like right next to Bethesda is where he feeds the 5,000. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. He's got 5,000 families or 5,000 men and their wives and kids and he feeds them all and then it struck me at the end that he asked the disciples later on how many baskets of leftovers did you pick up and they say 12 and it's a great sermon point like oh there were 12 disciples 12 baskets and then one day it struck me where did those baskets come from and it occurred to me that before God wants to multiply in the baskets were holding the fish the, and the, the bread that Jesus multiplied. He had five loaves and two fish, and then it was multiplied enough to feed, you know, at least 5,000 men plus their wives and their kids. It could be up to 15,000 right. people. Who knows how many kids yeah. were there and kids eat. So right. he does all this. And then it was, I don't even remember the life circumstance where I needed to learn this, but finally it occurred. I think I was in uh, Amsterdam. I was preaching in Amsterdam and it struck me during the week of that being at that conference. Okay. Jesus said, I, I was looking back on what had happened in my life and right. like, how did we get here? How do I get to do this now? And it occurred to me that he had to multiply the baskets in order to safely deliver the fish and the loaves. Because I don't know about you, but if you told me that 30 people or 49 people, because he had to have them sit down in groups of 50, if 
49 people are going to touch the salmon that you just handed me. <laughs> yeah. That's not hygienic. Yeah. I'm actually going to get sick with the good thing that God has provided. And so it's occurring to me that Jesus had to create a container to for the, the delivery of the blessing. So hold on, hold on. So let's just break this down. We don't yeah. mean to get preachy, yeah. but we always say that, and then we get preachy. <laughs> That's our disclaimer. We're like, yeah. we don't mean to get preachy. Put that on the front Here's of a three-point sermon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, no, but it's like, so basically what you're saying is, Maybe in this season, God is building the basket to hold the blessing he's trying totally. to give you. So that he can safely deliver it to those he needs to get it to without harming them. So basically, this process is much bigger than just us. Way, so when way bigger, yeah. It, the, the process is much bigger than our listeners, our mm-hmm. viewers, um, because <clears throat> God is building a basket. Because not does he, want to, not does he only want to give something to you, mm-hmm. he wants to do something through you. Through you. Totally. Because our life is yeah. really like yeah. what is our contribution to humanity, right. to the world, to the neighborhood right. that we live in, right. to the um, the churches or the ministry that we're a part of, to the people that serve under us, to the people that we serve. Yeah. So like I think a big conviction is being just convicted on, okay, my character. Yeah. How am I handling this yeah. basket? Your weaving? character is the basket. Your character is the basket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So if your character is the basket and it's holding the blessing and then the community that you're with. Yeah. So if you think about it, Jesus did Jesus. The reason why he had those 12 disciples was because he was like, hey, I got to make sure that you believe. And even one of them betrayed him. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like even you don't always have the best one. But I think it's like being around people that are like minded. Yeah. You know, we said earlier um, in the podcast is we said like we began to understand leaders more because as leaders, you know, maybe um, we would see um, the outcome of a mayor in the city or, um, or a pastor or someone. And they do this great thing. Right. And they are in the new they're and they're getting positive press. Totally. And I'm like, man, I wonder about the things that didn't go according to plan behind the scenes. Totally. You know, it's that question that you ask when you see someone doing great things, yeah. like when you see someone being great, right. then you're like, the question is not, I, how, like, how can I get there? It's more so like, what, what did they do yeah. that no one saw right. to get them there? Totally. You know, I think that, um, the one thing that is unique is that, uh, there is that scripture, the hidden things will be revealed. Mm-hmm. And that's like a promise, right? Because yeah. it's in the Bible. And that's like a check that won't bounce. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, I've had checks that have bounced. <laughs> and that has been embarrassing. So anyway, behind the scenes. But not the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. But it's like the hidden things will be revealed. So what you do in secret, yeah, it will be seen unto the world. Right. And reading that growing up, I always thought that was about the bad things. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, ah, I don't want to look at pornography. Right. Ah, sure. I don't like whatever I yeah. do in secret. I don't cuss. Uh, the I don't world is going to fight. Yeah, right, I don't want right. to cuss. And da, 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 da. Yeah. 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 And then I realized, wait a second. You can also look at the positive side. Totally. Of what you do in secret. Yeah. God will shine light on in due time. Right. And so anyways, that's almost more of an uplifting way to look Big at time. it. Big time. Big um, time. Yeah. But yeah, so, and then, and then obviously your contribution, like the whole reason that, you know, God is doing this basket and like creating this basket character in you, um, is because of what he wants to do through you, your contribution, what you're going to be doing in the world. Yeah. So when things don't go according to plan, 
just knowing that like, oh my goodness, this yeah. is not breaking me. This is creating me. Totally. Yeah. Any more things? Man, I think that's a good place to pause because I think the confirmation that God is trying to create a massive container in you to hold his glory uh, that you're going to disperse throughout your lifetime is that things don't go according to plan. So if you're observing that, whether it's in a silly case like the snow situation we, we had today or in a long-term sense, like your plans get interrupted for schooling, marriage, work, whatever it might be, all, like the degree you want, um, there is a very positive spin on all of this, which is that God's actually enabling you to become the thing that's better than the product that you're going wow. after. It's There are plenty of people with PhDs, but... Show me somebody who uh, endured in the process of pursuing one and had to overcome whatever they had to overcome. That person is probably way better prepared to utilize the degree they got yeah. uh, than the person who's like, no, I just went according to plan. I eliminated process. I just went according to the plan. I didn't let anyone interrupt me. Yeah. The greatest thing is just being consistent. So we encourage you guys, if, if you've been consistent, you're doing a great job. Never give up. Um, and if you haven't check out pastor Paul's and victory worships, original dear God, and mm -hmm. just know that like we were literally saying, dear God that day, <laughs> just trying to figure things out. And just, sure. you can see basically dear God, you can identify that as your best days or yeah. the finished product, yeah. but what it built within our team of doing things last minute, yeah. or if you wanted to watch kingdom come sure. Easter, 2020, yeah. you can begin asking like, Oh, wow. Yeah. I now know behind the scenes yeah. of this finished product. Totally. And God sees you behind the scenes. And so thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. My name is John. My name is Arvin. Thank you for listening and viewing behind the scenes of our best days of y'all.